I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And uh, Marcus is uh, dead still. Yeah, still deceased. Might not be next week, but as of now, very much dead. We're trying to scrape together all the GPs and and diamonds we can to get a resurrection spell cast on him. Get him back in here. If not, we're going to write his obituary live on this podcast. Also got to find a pretty high-level cleric. It's difficult to do, so we're just really... Because Marcus is so tall. (laughs) You need a high-level cleric to do it. Resurrection depends on your height, how tall you are. Hey, I don't make the rules. Bringing back gnomes and halflings, super easy. Yep, anybody. Any any cleric worth their weight in salt can do it. (laughs) Um... So, Seth, you wanted to start the day off talking about a uh, well-known Friend Indian... of the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> um, a, a friend of the podcast in that we do talk about them more than anybody should talk about them, probably. Mm. But not more than the news talks about them. True. Um, Elon Musk. Uh, a man who, as of recently, has even made his fans angry at him. Which I didn't think was possible. I've been on the subreddit. And people are mad. Even people who fucking love Tesla Motors and follow the subreddit and bought a car five years ago they're not going to get till five more years. Even they are like, I'm done with this guy. And it's because Elon Musk is a, a COVID-19 truther. Um, Which means what exactly is my question? It means that he has so much money, that he, but he wants to keep making money. So he wants to reopen his business. Um... Because it shut down, and he's masking that as, "Oh, this is uh, this is fascist. This is illegal. That you know, you can't make me close my business and all this." And as of today, as of you know, maybe a couple. Of, I mean, as of a few hours ago, he's officially announced they are reopening their factory in Almeida County, despite the order that they can't. And he says, and he even said, "If anybody gets arrested, it should be me." Which I think we should jump on as fast as possible. Yeah, it's it's definitely a crazy thing to just like see a capitalist. Not like usually capitalists have the law on their side, but he is so stupid that he just decides to break the law. Yeah, especially when he's like a you know a tech guy, like a lot of them, and like science who are supposed to be like, oh yeah, we're pro science. They're usually like, you know, yeah, we should stay inside. I mean, weirdly enough, almost everybody else in Silicon Valley has embraced the the stay at home lifestyle. Now, of course, most of those guys own software companies where working from home was a little bit easier, not as much as a car manufacturer, but also, no matter what, if it's viable to work from home or not, it's more important for people to be alive than for you to keep making Teslas, because who's fucking driving them right now anyway? Right. Well, here's something, Seth. You said that that Elon Musk is a tech uh, science guy, right? 
Yeah. Or at least what he makes himself out. I think you should specify that he's actually an I fucking love science guy. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I, that's what I meant when yeah. I said that. Do you know what his actual education is? No. He has a BA in economics and a BS in physics, and that's it. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. That, that thing is BS. <laughs> I mean, Seth, you, yeah. you have more education than Elon Musk. In computers, for sure. Yeah. And in general, I guess. I mean, a BS in physics is it's a bachelor's. And he did he did yeah. two days of a doctoral program and then dropped out. And we just let him run his own company to take, go to space. Well, that's not a problem that's like for his me. Thing. Sure, that's, that's okay, sure. Because you can say he has scientists or engineers, right? Sure. But he sure. says himself that he is an engineer. And, but he is, does not have an accredited engineering degree from any school or program in this country. So, yes. technically, he is not an engineer or well, a scientist. I do disagree with you on that. Oh. I do think somebody can become an engineer without having formal education. I know, mm. like, I work in software development and software engineers, whatever you want to call them. You'd be surprised how many of them actually didn't finish college, don't have any formal education. But they are worth every dollar they get paid to be an engineer. I agree. So I do think there are paths to get there. But let me... You know, I must didn't quite take those paths. Let me specify those then. You could be a tech engineer, computer science engineer, yeah. whatever. But I don't think that you're legally allowed to be like yeah. a mechanical engineer without some kind of license. I think it's harder to prove that you're like an engineer, of like like a science, like an industrial engineer. Right. If you don't have a degree. I don't think you could just become that. He's not building and designing the fucking rocket ships, people. He has other yeah. people that do that. But for some reason, everyone thinks he's the one that does it. And now he's taking Tom Cruise to space and they're making a movie. Oh my god. Wait, what? You don't hear about this? No, what's this? No, they're they they are in talk or they've finalized talks that they they don't have a plan yet, but they want to film the first ever movie in space starring Tom Cruise using SpaceX technology. And Tom Cruise is signed on. Man, imagine this though, Seth. Okay, let's assume that civilization does not collapse in the next six to eight months, and we survive yeah. that. E- t- Elon Musk sends Tom Cruise up into space to make the first ever space movie, and because it's SpaceX. Something blows up, and we lose Tom Cruise to the cold, dark void of space. Oh, we'll hang Elon Musk. Sure. <laughs> Do you think he'd, like, go to jail? Like, would he, get, would he get, like, go to prison for that? I think he'd have to. <laughs> he would definitely be in jail in the court of public opinion, for sure. He might get, like, lynched. Like, it'd be, be uh, fucking bad. A posse will be formed. Yeah, and that's, that's crazy. But, yeah, he, um, Elon Musk just claims that he knows more about coronavirus than anyone talking about it and that it's bullshit that he has to close his factory and was even threatening Almeida County that he's going to leave and open up a... Funny enough, he was like, I'm going to open up one in Texas. And then some states started throwing themselves in the ring and Twitter, and one of them was North Carolina. Of course. <laughs> Thank you so much for degrading our state by pandering to this man. Let's not forget that in the, in the beginning of March... Elon Musk said we would have zero new cases of coronavirus by the end of April. Yeah. He doesn't know a goddamn thing. Yeah. Also, he named his child a barcode. It's like... Which we don't know to get started on. XA12 or some shit like that? XA... Not a whole dash, like half a dash? 12. Also, can't wait for that kid to take standardized tests and to fill their fucking name out because it is going to be impossible. Their kid's going to change his name to Eric. Yeah, he's going to be like, my name, is, my name is Jeff forever. Do not call me anything else. I don't care. Yeah, I know my dad's name is Elon and my mom's name is Grimes. But I'm Jeff, okay? 
It's so funny too because did you ever, did you see what happened on Twitter when she posted the inspiration for their their child's name and no. saying that the A twelve or whatever is a precursor to their favorite plane, the SR seventeen, and Elon Musk corrected her and said actually the e, it's it's the SR seventy one. Yeah, I did see that. And I was yeah. like, you you just created your own wife who just gave or girlfriend. I thought they're married. Whatever right? you're the person whatever. who gave birth to your child yesterday. Yeah. In front of the whole ass world. And then she was like, yeah, we're not going to say the baby's gender. We're going to let them decide for ourselves, themselves, whatever. And he just says boy. Yeah. So, like... We're not going to say the gender. We're just going to let him do whatever he wants forever, for all of his life, okay? Well, Grimes is all on board with going they and being like, he'll figure yeah. it out. Elon Musk, though, uh-uh, that's a boy. Yeah. I'm just like, man, can you... Can, I would love to be a fly on the wall. Not for long. Like, for a minute of their relationship. Just to see what that's like. Oh yeah, thirty seconds max. <laughs> I just, I mean, I feel like, I feel like they are two people who sit in a room and text each other. Yeah, like I don't feel like they ever communicate verbally. They're sending each other memes from across the room. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So that scene in the Invisible Man, where she talks about how she was sitting in the in the room by her, uh, with him, thinking about how to escape, and he looked at her and said, "Like you'll never escape me" or whatever. Yeah, it's like that's probably what it's like. Except she wants to be there for some crazy reason. Yeah, it's the worst version of Invisible Man, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he keeps showing his ass, and he's even politicians have like told him that he's an idiot and he should shut up and all this, which is pretty cool. Um, just kind of shows just how much of a fucking idiot this guy is, and how how much fucking capitalism has rotted his brain. Yeah, I mean, do you think that uh, a guy who claims to love science as much as he does, or I fucking love science, all that shit? Do you think a guy, if he didn't have the means that Elon Musk has, and how about this? property would he be saying these things or would he or is he just dri- just driving himself to make more profits which once again who is driving right now who's driving a tesla right now actually a surprising amount of people probably i should probably not say that make a good point well the thing is is that tesla's becoming more common sure but it, it all leads back to the issue of in my opinion the electric car batteries that require lithium to run and lithium yeah. is not a relatively common element in the earth's crust but we did uh, happen to find a very big deposit in Bolivia about six months before uh, President Evo Morales was cooed by the right-wing government that owns it now, who are very much willing to sell uh, lithium to the United States of America, including uh, uh, Tesla. Yeah. Big coincidence there. Didn't, uh, didn't uh, a coup almost happen a week or two ago and uh, by some brave soldiers? Oh my god, dude. Yeah. What happened there? So there were these, there's this company called Silver Corp USA. Oh god, they're the, 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 the enemies in Terminator 5, I think. <laughs> and they claim to have worked security for Donald Trump in the past. This is still unclear whether that happened or not. But they were apparently contracted by someone... Claims to not have any connection to Juan Guaido, the guy who says he's president of Venezuela, but actually isn't. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to pay, 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 be paid $231 million to lead a popular revolt against uh, Maduro. Well, mm-hmm. their popular revolt was stopped at the beach as they sailed in, and they were disarmed of their airsoft rifle and nothing else by some fucking And there fishermen. were like seven of them, right? Yeah, there were seven of these guys. Uh, who they then they were then stripped to their underwear and laid down in the street and they made fun of them for a long time. One guy pissed himself, which was very funny. And the pistol uh, wasn't he on an incline, so it rolled back down onto his face. <laughs> it rolled into his face. 
Um, so yeah, it's a, it's just like the Bay of Pigs, but stupider. Like, if that's possible. Yeah. Um, and then, then currently, of course, Trump and everyone here claims no connection to these guys. They say they don't have any idea. But the funny part that I found out was these guys were promised that payment, but were never actually paid. And they spent wow. the last three months sleeping in a graveyard in Colombia, pretending to not even be there before... <laughs> Staging, they thought they were going to sail into one of the most heavily fortified coastlines of Venezuela and show up and be like, we're here to liberate you. And everyone will be like, yes. Yeah. Turns out, no. Here's the funny part. Here's what's funny to me is Trump is obviously terrible. But we said before that George W. Bush was by far a worse president of our lifetimes. Because if George W. Bush had organized a coup of Venezuela... That motherfucker would have done it right. And we would yeah. be seeing a civil war happening right now. To be fair. Like, Trump is is so bad that he's actually ineffectual at doing the thing that America does well, which is cause chaos in South America. Like, it's it's nothing. Yeah, and I think one thing people aren't realizing is that I think South America is getting tired of American intervention. And they're gonna they're gonna wisen up and not let us do this shit anymore. They wanna take care of their own affairs. Because America has fucked up enough stuff in the past 100, 200 years. Yeah, man. They were tired of it in the fucking 80s and the 90s. They've been tired of it for a very long time. Of course, their governments, the, the ones that are complicit, you know, are, are benefit a lot from American intervention and, and love it. But the people, uh, in a lot of cases, are very tired of us fucking around in their affairs. Um, yeah. Because the Monroe Doctrine and all, we said, no, we own the Americas, right? In Europe, you have Europe, and we'll stay out of your shit, which that didn't happen, but... It's just so, like, yeah. And people and people wonder why, or not? They don't wonder. They blame South America for the refugee crisis, but it's like we created the refugee crisis. The people in power of America did, you know, sowed chaos in their countries and created these civil wars, these right wing death squads. So you flee your village and you go to the most stable place, which is America, and then we want to lock you up and send you back to where you'll die. And the chaos that we caused, like yep. we're to blame for it. And that's just a, yeah. it's, it's a, ah, dude, it's a cycle of, of idiocy and evil. Yeah, and as soon as, I mean, for all I know it's happening now, I have no idea, but as soon as America gets a taste of their own medicine and somebody comes over here and sends secret operatives and starts a civil war between us, which we're doing ourselves anyway, I guess that's why no one ever tampers with America is because we kind of fuck up ourselves anyway. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't really need that. What, so have you forgotten already 2016 in Russia? Oh my god, yes. Have you forgotten? like... And all these stuff, it's just stupid smoke alarms we send out every year to get people worried and just make make them get mad at something that isn't the isn't the class system and capitalism. Like, as whatever whatever you can throw out to make them angry is going to work. I mean, right now, COVID-19 is doing that for them, sadly. I, I thought this was going to be a time where we kind of realized that capitalism might not be the best system. Because it's not. Well, hold but no, people are now just begging to have more capitalism. We're only three months in, dude. We got... Uh, things things, things do take time, even now. I guess I was just hoping things would happen faster. Well, we all want it to happen faster, because it feels like things are taking forever for anything to happen now. Mm, yeah. Well, I do think this, though, uh, like, with the whole Russia stuff, dude, the Democrats are so fucking stupid. I saw people were talking about like online like oh proud like resistor or whatever resist people talking about how trump wants to to hand us over to communist russia and it's just like I'm going to have a fucking yeah you don't know what any of those words mean no 
It's like, we're the reason there is no longer a communist Russia, and it's capitalist Russia now. Like, we did that. Yeah. We fucking helped out Yeltsin in the fucking 90s and shit. Like, and then people were talking about how... And I didn't like when Bernie Sanders did this either, and it's, I still like when people do it as well, because they, they do it even more imprecisely than he does. When we talk about socialism for the elites, the corporate, you know, wealthy, and then capitalism for the, the rugged or rugged individualism for us it's not socialism to give corporations money no socialism is yeah. when workers have control over the means of production that's different but people are calling that communism and stuff like that and okay here's a funny story for you right now Seth. happening uh governor uh tom wolf of the state of oh shit i should know this pennsylvania let me guess oh damn it uh, Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania is currently fighting a civil war in his own state, uh, or maybe soon, because counties in Pennsylvania are breaking quarantine and are opening themselves back up against the governor's orders. Yeah. And he is now having to go on Twitter and the news and say that you can't do that, and then if you do, there will be consequences. And I'm yeah. wondering what that's going to be. I mean, what are you going to do? Come to my house? You can't do that, buddy. Sorry. I mean, there's the National Guard. Like, the states have access to yeah, it. Yeah, that I, is true. And, I mean, I've we do when the whole COVID thing first happened, we all saw those videos of those trains full of tanks being shipped across the country. And I just wonder, like, what the what is the future going to look like? Like, what kind of strange yeah, conflict will there be, you know? I don't know. We, I mean... I don't know. We we just keep talking about oh, once this is over, once this is over, we're gonna gonna go back to normal. Not the world's not gonna look any different. It's gonna look like the, the day before it started, just whatever day that might be is gonna be when it ends. And it's just I don't know. I just I just don't think like people just have to have this vision of it being so cut and dry. As of right now, we're in COVID nineteen territory, and one day there will be there will be a one day when we're in it, one day when we're out, and it'll just be totally back to normal. Everyone's going to go back the same. Of course, if if that happens properly, it'll be phased in. But still, that's what it's going to be. There's going to be a day where we can say, okay, we're not in this anymore. Um, but I don't know. I just think people cling to that idea, and I just don't think it's gonna, it's not going to be that clean. Um, even even if we are returned to some kind of normalcy that we had before, like even if things don't change, it's still going to be different. It's going to be different than we had before, and it's, it's, it's going to be changed, and people aren't going to be ready for it. And I don't know what to tell them. Yeah, it's like people think, like, the world after the Spanish flu was not the same. Like, you think, like, you, they don't really talk about it in your history books, so you don't think about it, but it wasn't. Things were different. Like, the world had changed because so many other things happened. Like, World War One finished at the same time. The face of the world was changed. And so, I don't think we're going to come out this pandemic the way we were before. Um, because people don't know yet, I don't think, how long it's going to take to, to, to get this back to, to normal, if it ever goes back to normal. Like, a vaccine is still a year away at the, at the earliest, because I see what people talk about biotech companies. All the biotech companies are going to fast-track a vaccine. I'm like, you can't fast-track a vaccine, according to the fucking yeah. scientists. Yeah, you could have, and even if you did, like, let's say you make a vaccine today or you made it a month ago it still has to be tested mm -hmm. it has to be properly vetted by the, by the fda and all those systems before it can come to consumption because otherwise you might make something that's worse than the disease yeah that's why those systems are in place 
So no matter what, like, pe- people are like, oh, I, they're gonna be, there's going to be a vaccine any day. If there is, it's going to be months even after that before it even gets to us. Right. A year probably. You gotta do animal so, trials and human trials. Like that, yeah, the movie Contagion was accurate to this in that even after that scientist broke every rule in the book and injected herself with her vaccine to the virus, it still had took months and months to not only get it approved, but also to manufacture it. Because it takes time to manufacture it as well. And yeah. people do not understand how it, the much time it takes to make quarantine to be over in a couple months or weeks, even. I mean, when the, when quarantine started, we were, we were like, "This is gonna be this is gonna be two weeks. Mm-hmm. We're all gonna be everyone go home two weeks. We're gonna run back to normal." And then it's like, "Okay, we're gonna finish off the month, another month." And it's like, pe- I don't know. I think people aren't aren't realizing it, and people aren't handling it very well. I mean, I, I honestly believe that. The millennials from the day we were born, we were we were fucking trained for this. <laughs> I'm having the time of my fucking life in quarantine, to be honest. Are you? Are you? I'm doing all the shit I like to do just all day. Like it's just great, and there's no commute. Yeah. Honestly, I would not even mind like outside of quarantine. I wouldn't ever complain about going to an office if I somehow had no commute. Yeah. But having a commute is what ruins my fucking day because my commute is like 45 minutes to an hour a lot of the time. Which in the morning, whatever, I can lose my morning. But in the afternoon, like by the time I get home, I have to fucking cook dinner, I eat, and I fucking go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I have like no fucking time to do anything else. So, but this, the fucking, having no commute has really opened my eyes to how great the situation is. And I'm fucking thriving. I'm fucking, <laughs> I've fucking grown six inches since this, thing, since this shit started. My commute's only about 30 minutes, but even that is just like, it's crushing. Awful. Like, like leaving work at five, getting home at 5.30, like that, those 30 minutes are huge. And also I like the fact that I mean, you and I are lucky enough to have a job so let us work from home. That is not true yeah. for everybody. For most yeah. people, actually. For Marcus. Yes. Well, Marcus is unemployed now, so... Uh, That's what I'm saying. He, but his job, the job he had would obviously not be able to work, work from home. That's true. So we're lucky to be in that in that subsect of people, but there are still, we forget, I think, sometimes. The media, especially. Okay. What I hate is this hero shit. Yeah. Don't you hate the hero shit? Even people being called heroes hate the hero shit. Yes, because what is what do you get for being called a hero? What's the what's the benefit? Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, all of these people who are calling heroes, you can call them heroes all day if you give them hundred percent pay increase. Have, they should be paid double right now. Have you seen the fucking flyovers that are happening across the country? No, they were flying B fifty two bombers. Oh yeah, yeah, and I saw a video of one, and there's a a crowd of fifty people all standing right next to each other doing videos of it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but like, it's dude, it it blows my mind because like the B fifty two bomber is designed to blow people the fuck up. Why would I ever want to see one over my head? I don't understand it. And in New York, they did the worst one of all. They flew passenger jets over the city. What are you talking about? And even then, what does that do for these people that you're commemorating? Yeah. What does it do for them? Not jack shit. They should be getting paid fucking double right now for doing the work that they're doing. And they should be protected, you know, with with the proper oh, yeah. PPE and stuff. They should have That's their- what I was thinking earlier. I was like, you know what? I bet if Jeff Bezos himself wanted a thousand masks delivered to his his personal residence, he'd have them within an hour. Yeah. But if his workers need them, it's it's a fucking big ordeal. 
I actually saw a person talking about their experience working at an Amazon fulfillment center during this, and they said that masks are being provided to all employees, but the work they do is so strenuous, and you know how masks make it hard to breathe, that a lot of folks are just putting it around their chin and working with their, to- their mouth and nose totally exposed, which doesn't help yeah. you at all. It doesn't help obviously. At all. But what are you going to do? You can't, you can't, I mean, I guess you could tell them to put the mask on, but if they can't breathe and work, there's no solution to that problem. Well, that's than, their fault, okay? Not not anybody else's. <laughs> you, well, I uh, think I think it's the I think it's the fault of Amazon. I think maybe yeah, obviously you don't need that many people working. Maybe you should slow down your fucking production a little bit. Yeah, maybe. And also, they like we talked about how their vice president quit because he finally realized he was working at Amazon. I guess, <laughs> and it's like yeah, they're along them. I believe Target and one. There's another place that have just been. I mean, everyone's gonna treat their workers badly. Those three, especially, have been like allowing like no production halts. No, you know, they still have their strict schedules and everything. And it's like, I mean, loosen up. These people who have prime two-day shipping don't need their electric toothbrush in two days okay they can wait i promise remember the pandemic started and amazon sent out like an email and like notified everybody that like non-essential items would be deprioritized to get places what happened to that policy well apparently the the book god emperor of doom has been um deemed non-essential because i ordered that shit two weeks ago and it's still not here why are you ordering physical books, man? It's 2020. I like physical. I like them more than electronic books. I like physical. But I need to stop because of paper and shit and it's not recyclable. But right now I just really, I just like the phys- the feel of a physical fucking book in my hand. And I fucking love to turn the pages and fucking feel the letters. You need a minute to go like jerk off? I already did. <laughs> while I was talking. Yeah, I think my problem with, with physical books now is I don't like them. I love physical books, but my bookshelves are just like they take up space, and they're they're bad for the environment. And the, at the end of the day, I hate to say it, I love books so much, but yeah, they're they're bad. And plus, if I ever move again, I am not moving these fucking books. They can stay the fuck where they're at. Yeah, never again. I mean, if you want to d- distill them, you can just you can just burn them. I mean, who doesn't who doesn't love a good book burning? Oh yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I did see someone the other day. It was pretty. It was pretty fucking stupid. They were saying uh, everyone talks about Nazis burning books. Did anybody look to see what's in those books? Was it bad stuff? And I'm like, what kind of bad stuff? No, it was just Huckleberry Finn. I mean, what do you? Yeah, I mean, they were burning books though. <laughs> like they're like it's degenerate. It's degenerate art. And I'm like, yeah, I think that some stuff I've seen is degenerate as well. But I wouldn't advocate burning it. Like just ignore it. <laughs> like so, yeah. Dude, the defending of Nazis has, has really uh, come very far in the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean it's accelerated within like the la- with the last year, yeah. especially. It's become crazy how awesome the Nazis have become all of a sudden. Also, um, I meant to tell you, Governor Tom Wolf is currently saying that, that uh, restaurants that are dine in that are not authorized to reopen will get a citation, and that citation could lead to them losing their liquor license, which is a huge deal. Yeah. Especially in Pennsylvania. People there must be drunk all the time. I was reading something somebody said. They were like, well, this is all over, if it ever gets all over. Will people want to go back to bars? Because they're they're discovering right now how cheap it is to drink not at a bar. Just buying your own alcohol. Yeah, I mean, but people have always known that. They go to a bar for the social experience. Mm. 
But the thing about bar about a bar especially is that it's one of the the I mean the breeding grounds for any kind of you know um, respiratory infection especially, mm-hmm. um, which is it's the big question that people have been talking about. We talked about before is with movie theaters, is are people going to want to go to movie theaters? Be fucking packed and uh, I mean no matter how big the theater is, you're most time if you're sitting next to somebody, you're you know an inch away from them. Yeah. You know like you're very very close to them. Are you going to want to do that? I mean, are, you, are people going to want to go see the next Marvel movie and be fucking packed in a room tightly with 100, 200 other people? I mean, are they going to want to do that? I don't know. We should talk about this, Seth. I sent you an article about uh, Tenet, the new movie from, uh, shit, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Mm-hmm. What about that, Seth? What do, you, what do you think about that? I did not read that. Okay. All I know is that Christopher Nolan, is he being shitty or is he being cool? I can't tell. I think he's being shitty. Because okay, what's, he's, he's like, he's pushing for the movie to still get made and released on its original release date. Yeah, like June whatever. Or no, yeah. July whatever. But he's like basically saying that right now he is not going to consider the idea of putting it on a, on a VOD, nor will he consider pushing back the date. He's like, it will come out in theaters, in IMAX, on the original day. Yes. And my thing is, he's, I guess he's not really being shitty. He's conditionally shitty, right? Because, like, he doesn't have any control over that. Yeah. In the end, it's the theaters that decide that, and the states. I mean, you it can premiere an IMAX on that day and just make zero dollars. I mean, if that's what you want. Yeah. Because, I mean, when, I, when all this stuff started going down and I realized that Tenet is not going to be coming out this summer, or if it does, no one's going to see it. I realized I was like Christopher Nolan is not gonna let that movie go to digital for sure. He he is a he is a seventy millimeter in the theater guy. Yes. He, if 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 the if the pandemic means that no movies are gonna get seen till twenty forty, he will wait till twenty forty to put that movie out. That's just who he is. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure the same is gonna happen for um, although he might bend a little, is gonna happen for Dune with Denis Villeneuve. Um. Yeah, I, I knew it from the day. I was like, Chris Nolan is not going to let me go straight divide. So we, when, we'll see it whenever we see it, but I doubt it's going to be this summer. Gonna, I'm not seeing it this summer for sure. Nolan's the kind of guy that if he could force everyone to watch his movie in IMAX, he would. Oh yeah, IMAX 70mm. Mm-hmm. No digital, no anything. That's what he wants. Yeah, I just really can't imagine him letting it come to divide. But what gets me is that, that's so crazy is to not want to push the date back either. Like, if he just said, oh, yeah, well, when it comes out, it will come out in a theater. That would make more sense yeah. to me. But- That's what I thought he was going to say originally, is, like, no matter what, it's going to come out in theaters. I didn't think he was going to be so rigid on the date. That's what gets me about it, right? Like, dude, you can just push it back and wait, like everyone else is doing. Like, they're going to have yeah. to. It's so crazy to think that, like, when's the last time you saw a trailer for a movie? Like, a new trailer. A new movie? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'll tell you one thing. I've seen trailers... But I have seen fucking articles about all the movies that are going to get made. Mm. Everyone is signing fucking deals for like new movies, new projects, new TV shows, new documentaries. And I'm like, I, I, I guess they know something I don't because they're, they're, I mean, I'm not sure when productions to start, start back on any television or movies. I feel like an important aspect of a contract or a deal is a starting date. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows what that is right now. So why are you signing do- anything? I do wonder if there's going to be some kind of, like, fucking crazy-ass filmmakers who are going to try and make movies remotely. Yeah? Like, oh, it's not impossible. Dude, this is the time to do the experimental, like, this. The streaming video, like, or, or, or like, teleconferencing movie, right? Yeah. They made that shit with, what's his name, John Cho, that search, searching movie? Searching. 
where it was great movie. Where it was all like his webcam footage of himself, like so, yeah. and it's like it's like screen share. Do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that movie it 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 shows footage of people outside and doing other stuff, and like, it's not just him sitting in front of the computer. Well, they mostly, I mean, they, you know, they did they did a lot with that with that aspect of it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think I think some I think some experimental films are going to come out of this. It'll be kind of cool. So that's cool. But yeah, I just I've seen post after post after post about all these new movies that are going to get made, and I'm like, hey, I, I'm ready for them, but we'll see. You know what I saw was that um, fucking HBO wants to take a HBO Max, I guess. It's probably the same thing. Wants yeah. to take another run at making Snow Crash. Yeah. An article that came out the tenth uh, yesterday, I guess, really said that um, they want to make a Snow Crash TV show, which has been, has been a, a movie has been in development hell for. Decades over Snow I mean, Crash. Yeah, the book fucking came out almost. But here's the thing, though: it, it is going to bring the guy that I really wanted to come to do it, um, which is Joe Cornish, uh, who oh, attacked the block, yeah. and also Michael Bacall, who made Twenty One Jump Street. Yes, uh, will be there. But again, it's one of those things where I, I read the article and I was like, okay, this sounds cool. I, mean, I like the book or whatever, but like, do we even know anything about when? It could even get started being made. You can yeah, write it, sure. Even, yeah. But, like, how are you going to even get started on making something in these conditions? What's the main character's name in that book? Hero Protagonist. Hero Protagonist. Isn't there a character named Chernobyl or something? No. There's a, a band called, like... A band. Meltdown or something like that, or, like, a Chernobyl or whatever. Uh, yeah, 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 I can't remember. But yeah, Hero Protagonist is a, a, a great name. Yes, Hero Protagonist is perfect. Um, it's, dude, I don't know how they'll do it, because it's a very 90s depiction of the internet and the future of how things would go. So we'll see. But uh, just the, one of those things, like right now, like you said, like you're talking all these deals that are getting inked, and I'm like, what are they even doing right now? Like, yeah, why are you committing to do anything? Yeah, I don't know. It's got, I mean... Film and television production is nothing that's going to look different if we get back to normalcy. It's, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be strange. It's going to be different. I'm sure that you're going to see more people like in crews, maybe they're going to be wearing masks. And I mean, obviously, actors won't be unless it's part of the scene, but maybe extras and the other stuff. You'll, you're going to see stuff be different in movies, I think. Do you think that masks are going to become a thing here in America now? I do think they're going to be more common, even, even once lockdown is lifted or whatever, and we're you know, safe in quotes, whatever. Well, I do think it's gonna be something more common. It's already. I mean, it's. it's, it's I mean, some people do it in Korea and Japan and stuff. It, it's pretty popular there. Of course, for them, it's because like it's a lot of times it's kind of an air quality issue and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna become more popular here for sure. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm wearing a mask when I go out in public now. Anytime I have to go out and buy groceries or whatever, got a mask on at all times. And I'm seeing some people doing it, but since Georgia has reopened, um. We, dude, I'm seeing people out in bigger numbers than ever before. Like, they're everywhere. The place is teeming with people. Like, they're going out out of spite. Like, they're mad yeah. they were told they couldn't. And we had uh, a thousand new cases the weekend we opened up, and it's just gotten worse ever since. Georgia is just constantly going up. It's getting, getting more. Here's the crazy part, though. 80%, hold on, 80% of all coronavirus patients in Georgia are African-American. Wow. And of that percentage, I think like 60% are female. 
Holy shit. Yeah. It's uh, mostly because of uh, the nursing population here, especially in nursing homes, is w- largely African-American and female. But it's insane, the numbers, dude. That's that's yeah wild. And that's not the only thing that, uh, in the news about Georgia uh, uh, killing white people. Oh, uh, you want to talk about this? Yeah, we, ha- we haven't gotten down to the, the, the dirty news yet. A uh, man named Ahmad Arbery, I believe it is. Yeah, Ahmad Arbery. Um, he was we the video. He was killed actually months ago, but the video just got leaked. Oh really? Yeah, man, this was months ago. Oh okay, so, I didn't know that. I'm about to tell you the craziest thing you fucking heard all day. The video was leaked, and we all saw it, and we're like, "This man was murdered in the street." Do you know who leaked it? It was the GBI. Yes, but do you know why they leaked it? This this guy found out who no. leaked it. He thought that it would exonerate the two men who were his friends. Oh yeah. He thought that it would make them look like they were like they were the fucking heroes here. Yeah, and for anyone who doesn't know, the video is a, a black man, um, Ahmad Arbery, who is just jogging regularly through a community, and then is stopped by two men in a truck and then murdered. Yeah. I mean, and the weird thing is, it is a shockingly short video for two men who were apparently supposed to be doing a citizen's arrest and who were worried he might be a criminal. The video is about 45 seconds long. Yeah. I mean, from 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 him jogging to him being dead, it is such a short time. It's a fucking father-son duo here. The father was a cop, so I guess he thinks he's still a cop. And yeah. they one of them approaches him, him with a shotgun, and people, and here's where things start to get, like heated online people were like oh well he grabbed the shotgun the guy was pointing at him and i'm like well that means he's braver than most people the fuck are you supposed to do if some dude comes at me with a shotgun i mean i'd probably just shit myself and and beg to not be shot he's brave enough to fucking stand up for himself yeah at least do something like what what the fuck do you expect and then while he's wrestling with this one dude the other motherfucker is taking shots at him from the truck but he's firing into the melee. He could have shot yes. his own fucking son. He could have killed his son right there. He should have, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, obviously. More justice than that. And then himself. Well, they would have found a way to blame um, it on Ahmad anyways then, right? Like, they would have said it was, he, yeah. he, saw, he somehow did that. Yeah. But, like, it's just the dumbest thing they could have possibly done. It was, it was and, and they said it's because they thought he was a robber, right? There was a string of robberies. Yeah, they said there was reports in, of the community of a black man, which, first of all... Doesn't isn't a descriptor of all people. I mean, all black men. And second of all, he might not even been black. It's just Georgia, and they just if something bad happens, they just say it's a black person um, who had apparently been robbing houses. Which, whatever. But this was a man who was just jogging. Turns out, not true. By the way, what the string, oh, the string, the string of robberies was, doesn't even happen. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, fabricating evidence? That's not like the GBI. Oh, the GBI said today they're looking into the idea that he may have been seen entering a construction site a few an hour before he was shot. Because as we all know, the punishment for entering a construction site is summary execution in the street. Is is execution by two men who are not representative of the law. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's crazy the links that I could, I mean, it's the same thing that kind of happened with, I mean, any, any black man or woman who is um, killed unjustly by police or not now is they just dig up some random thing from their past and they're like, oh, well. Because like with Trayvon Martin, it was like, oh, apparently he like smoked weed one time. Yeah. And with this guy, I, this guy, I think it was weed too. They're like, oh yeah, he like apparently he had like weed at one point. I'm like, who fucking cares? Yeah. You you don't smoke weed five years ago and then get executed one day. No. Like, that's just not how it works. So, oh yeah, this guy. The punishment is not death. 
They're like, oh, Ahmad Arbery brought a gun to school when he was 17. Who gives oh, a fuck? Yeah. yeah. Did he kill someone with it? Because then maybe. Did he have a gun you know on him now? Was he still 17? Let's go. No. Yeah. Was he pointing it at them? Was he? Did he kill one of them? Like, what are you talking about? And this is this is not as serious as being murdered, uh, but it's more serious on a national scale, I guess. Which is Tara Reid is still persisting in her, um, you know, obviously accusing Joe Biden of sexual assault. They yeah. are now going so far as to dig up the fact that she bounced a check to say that she's lying. Oh my god! They, she bounced a check in the fucking nineties. Yeah, back when you could still bounce a check. Yeah, imagine. Remember that when you could, that still happened. But they're like, oh yeah, well obviously she's just lying. I'm like, what do you? What connection do you possibly have for these two things? She wrote a bad check in the '90s. Now she's gonna lie about sexual assault. What the fuck? Yeah. And every time some new evidence comes out, her case gets stronger, and everyone just continues to ignore it. I saw the dumbest thing today, by the way, Seth. Uh oh. To get us off of some off of the serious stuff for a second. So you know Uh-oh. that in Fortnite, Travis Scott, who I think is a musician. He is a rapper. A rapper. Yes. Had a concert, right, in Fortnite? Yes. Remember this? Yes. It was, it was a really well-made event. One of Joe Biden's advisors, Liz Smith, who used to work for um, Pete Buttchug and is the one that made that fake African guy a Twitter account to compliment oh, herself okay. with, she said, we need to do the same thing for Joe Biden. Can we get Joe Biden into Fortnite to give a speech? Oh my god! I mean, talk about—I mean, talk about a, a way to get twelve-year-olds to not play that game for an hour. <laughs> it just—it's one of those things, just so mind-bogglingly stupid. They're trying to do. Yeah, I mean that is—that's just fucking ridiculous. Even as a thought experiment, why? What's your audience? That doesn't work for any politician. It's just not their realm. What is Joe Biden gonna say? in Fortnite to convince these 12-year-olds to vote for him, which they can't do! First, first of all, people, most people in that game can't vote at all. And the second of all, what would that achieve? What would a 40-foot-tall Joe Biden in a video game prove to anyone? Oh my god, dude, it's so fucking stupid. Now, I will say this. Yes. The only politician that it will work for, in my opinion, is uh, AOC, but you gotta put her into League of Legends, the game that she plays. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't Do know what a, point there will be to that. <laughs> I have no idea how you would make a, a, a event like that for League of Legends, but yeah, we, I'd be down for it. Nor I do know. I know why. What would be the point of it? <laughs> Re-election. <laughs> Boom. League of Legends. Uh, so yeah, that was a pretty stupid thing that I saw today. Uh, today has just been a constant like just parade of, of stupid shit. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I mean, the past, the past the whole weekend has been... Well, I mean... We, we fucking Little Richard and um, Jerry Stiller, and one other person died. There's like three deaths the guy in a from row. Freed and Roy. Yeah, Roy. Um, crazy. I mean, just weird shit just happens. I mean, there's been so many deaths in the past like week or two. It's crazy. Were any of those guys actually? Did they actually die from COVID though? Is the thing? It was uh, uh, Roy. Safe and Roy. He died of COVID. The other two weren't, but. Roy was a COVID case. Oh, wait a minute. Seth, I'm wrong. Uh-oh. Correction that I have to make. Oh, no. They don't want to put Joe Biden into Fortnite. Uh-oh. They want to create a gigantic holographic 
Joe Biden and put him in the Grand Canyon. So yeah, um, see, Roy, he died of COVID. <laughs> um, I mean, I can't even fucking think about that stupid fucking idea you just said. I mean, that is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Who's? Um, what would be the point? Who's going to the Grand Canyon to watch this? Yeah, I mean, at that point, it'd be something that have to be like. Let's say you get all the technology, you set it all up. It would then have to be filmed and put on television, which is the same as a man just being on television. It's not cool. No, it's not, dude. And see, the future I think is still a little bit not set here because COVID could change things in a lot of different ways we don't really see coming. But like, Joe Biden's gonna get beaten so hard by Donald Trump. Oh my god, who gives a shit about the presidential election yeah. right now? No one even talks about it anymore. That's true. No one. That's true. Which also is kind of good because at, where the race is now, what what is it to talk about? Yeah. I mean, it's not interesting anymore. It's Joe Biden and Donald Trump. It's just two old white guys who think the exact same. No no, no radical candidates. No, nobody interesting. Just two bland, boring... Well, I mean, I guess Trump isn't bland and boring, but, you know. Two just... One guy we've known for four years and one guy we never cared about for eight years are just going to duke it out and no one cares. Well, simple question. Which old white rapist do you want to vote for? That's, 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 that's remember, remember, vote for the better rapist. Yes. That's, that's the thing you need to When you go to the polls, you need to think to yourself, these men have both uh, uh, officially raped people. I want to vote for the one that I think is a better rapist. Mm-hmm. Vote the one that raped maybe least. maybe not necessarily the one that's better at raping because we don't we don't know that but the one that is of the two in your mind morally better but has also raped a person. It's just like, oh my god, dude! It's 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 fucking hurts to think about. If you ever suggest like, hey, maybe don't vote for anybody, people get mad at you. They're like, oh, do you want to give Trump oh, four yeah. more years? Oh yeah, you're you're throwing away your vote, and I'm like. He's going to get four more years no matter what I do. I mean, you vote in Georgia. I vote in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's, even if we vote for Biden, it's not going to swing the vote anyway. Um, or people or people are like uh, like saying some shit about, uh, about Trump. They're like, uh, do you want to give Trump four more years or whatever? And it's like, I mean, if we give Biden four years, he won't do anything to change anything. He'll say the fucking same. Yeah, and he's not going to... It's... Not, it's it's not going to radicalize people either. Mm-mm. Like, people have... Uh, the, the fucking tide of the left has risen so much more in the past four years than it will under four years of, of Biden. Well, I'll say this. It will radicalize the right. Well, yeah, but there are, they're, 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 they're getting radicalized even when they're winning. Mm, yeah. So, I don't know what to do about them. We talk about, like, oh, do you want to give Trump another seat on the Supreme Court? And I'm like, the Supreme Court's already fucked. It's already yeah. gone. You can forget about the Supreme Court. Yeah, the majority is there. Because if if Joe Biden was elected president for some who knows why it would happen, if he then got that Supreme Court seat, he would put some fucking conservative on the fucking j- the bench. He would put yeah. Merrick Garland up there or somebody. What the fuck's the point? Yeah. I prefer Judy anyway. I don't get that one, Seth. Judy Garland! Oh, God! You son of a bitch. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't vote for Joe Biden, people out there. Yeah, don't vote. Who gives a shit this year? Fuck it. If you're going to vote, go vote for Gloria Lariva or vote for Howie Hawkins, whoever's on the Green Party ticket. Just vote. Don't vote for the one of the two main guys, because fuck them. 
Vote for uh, what's that guy who Eugene V. Debs? Yes, go vote for him. Write, write him, him in, please. If enough people will write a Eugene Debs's name, uh, his ghost will rise from the grave. And how tall is he? We can find a cleric. He was pretty tall. Level. He was like six foot two. Okay, okay, we might need a big. Well, <laughs> the same cleric that we get for Marcus. Yeah, runs over to Eugene V. Debs. Um. So yeah, man. But um, I was gonna ask you real quick. So you're still playing a lot of Valorant, I've seen. Yes. And so, has there been any changes to it, or is it still pretty much the same stuff? I mean, they've been balancing some stuff here and there. There are some characters who people have thought were a little bit too much, especially for, like, public games and some general UI. Like, the UI actually on the first couple of weeks looked kind of bad, but they've, they've really improved the UI a lot over the past um, week or two. They're adding ranked. I mean, to me, I feel like, to me, this feels like the game's already out. Like, it's not, it doesn't feel like a beta anymore. Mm-hmm. Um... And I don't know. It, it almost feels like they're like secretly soft releasing the game like through the beta, and then they're, eventually they're just gonna be like, "Oh, by the way, the game's out. Everyone can download it now." Um, but yeah, there's still some client issues. Like a lot of times, I, I squad up with my friends every night, and people have issues getting in. We'll have to like restart because of Vanguard, the anti cheat thing, which is still the controversial part. Um, so it sometimes takes a trouble to get everyone into the game, and a lot of disconnects. Um, like, usually me and my friends don't. I don't know if people just get salty and leave or if there actually is maybe some netcode issues, but I get a lot of people while they're on my team or the enemy team leaving. So, I don't know. But it's still really fucking fun. So, I've also I'm, noticed... I'm enjoying it. Uh, if, I, if I can reveal some secrets about Seth here, I've Uh-oh. noticed you playing a lot of Kovac 2.0, the meta. Yes. How is... Does that help, you think? Does that make you better playing a better FPS player? Of that aim training, yeah. yeah. You think so? Yeah. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I do I do it, you know, once a day, just try to keep myself from slacking. I've never been super good at aim, so I'm trying to, like, learn some of the fundamentals and, you know, be better at it. So, yeah, I do play it for about a, a 30 minutes to an hour a day if I can. I was talking to a friend of mine who also uh, uses that, and he was talking about how there's, like, a thousand different ways to customize it to, like, to, like, do all kinds of insane shit to help, to, like, I guess to yeah. help you. You could you get into all that? No, no, no. I, I just use the scenarios that are pre-made by people. There's, like, gods a lot of which ones to do and for, like, what stuff you're trying to learn. And, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, undoubtedly, it has it has improved the way I play a lot in both Valorant and Apex Legends. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's something you gotta, you gotta commit to. Okay. But yeah, I like it a lot. It's a good game. That's cool. Yeah. I picked up the game. You parting the kimono on me there. I did, yeah. A lot of people know you're, yeah. you're, you're training yourself. You're getting better. Yeah getting fucking stronger um i picked up the game tonight we riot uh which is a unashamedly socialist video game uh have you seen this by the way no it's a side scrolling beat em up uh uh pixel art kind of game but the, the, the conceit of the game is you kind of control a mob of characters and mm-hmm. you beat up people and if you, if you you defeat the leaders the workers will join you and add to your mob and they'll bring nice. new weapons and items to use. And you fight the cops and shit. And it's got, like, crazy, like, you fight, like, a mecha factory. Like, it's not, uh, you know, realistic at all. Yeah. But um, it's a, it can be a little bit, I think, uh, cheesy at times. But I don't mind cheesy. Cheesy's fine. Especially if it has an important political message, which is uh, fight the police and uh, solidarity with your fellow workers. Yeah. So that's fine. It's it's got really it's got really nice graphics. I I like the pixel I like the pixel art stuff in a lot of games. They're, they're bringing back pixels. They have been for a while. I think it's getting better. I think people are really yeah. exploring pixels. Um, I think we reached a point where like um, 
Like, cool graphics were nice, but now I think that cool art styles are what's cool. Because at a, at a certain point, graphics can only look so good, but a cool art style can really drive your enjoyment of the game for a long time. I was going to ask, have you seen the trailers for the Xbox Series X games that are coming out? No. I watched a few of them, and I just don't see how much is it any better than the Xbox One. Like, the graphics in turn, right? Like Yeah. I mean, we've hit a big plateau. I mean, when you went from, like, PlayStation 2 and Xbox 360 to PS3, Xbox One, big. Or not PS3, Xbox 360, and then mm-hmm. uh, Xbox One, PS4, big jump. Um, but the newest jump has been, it, it's just not there. It, it's not as good, and like I said, we're hitting a point where I don't care that much about the graphics of a game. If, if it's going to have, you know, graphics like any fucking Call of Duty game or, like, you know, even, like, the latest Uncharted did. Like, these really, like, hyper-realistic graphics, if you will. Um, that's all well and good. And we've kind of hit a point where it doesn't matter anymore. If you're gonna make that kind of game, you make it, you don't have to brag about how good your graphics are. You gotta brag about how good the game is. But if you're gonna do something cool, you're gonna make a cool art style. Yeah. Like, there's one Xbox... I don't know if it's an Xbox One X game or... I think it might be a PlayStation game. I can't remember. But it's, it's kind of like... People call it, like, a rip-off of Breath of the Wild. But the re- I can't remember the name of it, but the reason it looks cool is because it has a really cool art style. Like it's for an adventure game on a console that isn't Nintendo, you just don't ever see this kind of, these kind of graphics, and it was just cool to look at. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's really what what drives people these days. Like, I mean, I think one game I've never played it, but I really enjoy the art style. is Risk of Rain Two. Yeah, I think that the art style by itself makes me like. Sometimes I just watch streamers play that game because I just think it looks cool, and yeah, it's just something different than all these other like hyper realistic games we play all the time. Yeah, it's it's like a thing where. You know, you went from, let's say, the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, to the N64. Huge jump. Like, you got 3D now. Holy shit, we got 3D games, and that's yeah. crazy. And you go from N64 to GameCube, still a pretty big jump. You start getting into the PlayStation, PlayStation 2 jump as well. Oh, man. PS1 to PS2 was a crazy jump as well. PS2 to PS3 was probably the biggest leap that we've yeah. ever seen. And then PS3 to PS4, that era as well, also came up. But Nintendo has never really played the graphics game. No, they don't care. They do what you did. They say they stick with a distinct art style that makes games look yeah. unique. And they just make quality first-party games. Yeah. Um, that they Because, like, here's the thing. You, if you want to make a game for the Nintendo Switch, you can. And it can be whatever quality. But the games they make, they know are going to be pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. At least for people who want to play them. But, like, you know, if, if, like, one generation, the fucking... If the fans hate the new Halo game, that's it. That's all. That, that's the Xbox exclusive down the fucking drain right there. Yeah. Um, so you have to rely on your third parties at that point to make good games, and if you, I mean I don't know, and if you can't do that, then you're fucked. And rapidly, so. and thankfully, third parties are now becoming more and more on all platforms, which I think is great. Yeah. So you're not locked into playing one particular thing. But I'm watching these Xbox One X whatever trailers, and I'm thinking to myself, the graphical jump really isn't there. Is the gameplay better? Right? Like, what's my what's the draw to get into these like PS the PS5? What is my draw to buy a PlayStation Five when it comes out? If it, if we get no, that, I have no desire for a console anymore. I have, I have a PC that's fucking nice as hell, and even PCs that aren't nice as hell can play a lot of games at pretty good settings. Yeah. And now I have my own fucking media server in my house. I don't need any of the media features on these things anymore. So I don't give a fuck. Like, and apparently Last of Us Two sucks. Yeah. I mean that that game looks fucking awful from what I what I read and saw on the fucking internet because I don't care about leaks because I heard it was bad. Um, so that's the only draw to make me want a PS5 is Last of Us 2, but that sucks, who cares? So, yeah, I mean, and even games that were exclusive are coming, like, Horizon Zero Dawn is gonna come to PC. Yeah. 
apparently, so if you wait it out, you might get a good game on PC still. Yeah. Like if you if you're not that into the first parties. It's just so weird. I don't I don't know what the draw is going to be for this next generation of, of consoles. I'm sure they'll do fine. You and me are not representative of all consumers, yeah, right? I mean, there's still. I mean, the next the next generation is still going to be pretty big. But just like, what's the point? Like, even on PC, like you said, what's the what's the big graphically intensive game now? Like, what is it? No one's making those games anymore. Yeah, there's not a lot. A lot most of the benchmark games are like you know Tomb Raider and then just random. Just random bench, basic games that are made just a benchmark. Because you gotta think about this: is that most games that are coming out today that are the big name games are multiplayer in some form or fashion. If not the primary way of play, that's the, that's that's going to be the primary way of playing them, right? Like yeah, like like Valorant. But I've from what I've seen, Valorant could run on a lot of various machines, and its graphics are no, the graphics do not make you any better at the game, right? Like it doesn't matter what settings you're playing on. No, as long as you can run the game, it runs and you play it, right? Yeah, like, just like, that's what Riot does. League of Legends, this, all their other games, it, it'll it run on your fucking computer, and you're gonna you're not going to be very hindered by that. Yeah. It's like, I think that really good graphics are the, the sort of like, for multiplayer, or sorry, for single-player games, and single-player games are dying. Like, I was playing Final Fantasy VII Re- Remake, and I was very surprised. I mean, I mean, I like it, obviously, love the game, but it's yeah. like, you don't get those big single-player games anymore. Now all the big releases are multiplayer things. Yeah, and I mean, that, that is one of the things about Last of Us Two, whether it's good or bad, that is good. It's is a big single player game. What God of War did, Horizon Zero Dawn did. Um, yeah, there's it's I guess to some extent, even though it got multiplayer after a while, Red Dead Redemption Two was kind of that for a while. It was just a game we're all playing, but we're not necessarily playing competitively or together. It's just like you know, you're just enjoying your own little thing. Yeah, and those games are fewer and far between. But I don't know. I do think that also that's been kind of good because now like smaller studios like the people who made disco elysium get to make their own single player story driven game and it's fucking bananas and great and you don't you wouldn't you don't really see that anymore so we need, you didn't see that before you and i we need to do a disco elysium episode at this show yeah 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 because i was saying i started another playthrough of the game and oh, nice. it's so crazy because i put in between this i played uh pillars of eternity 2 and i played mm-hmm. final fantasy VII remake and all this kind of stuff and Seth, it's it's crazy how like the Outer Worlds came out right after Elysium. Huge mistake. That game sucks compared to it in terms of game in terms of story, right? Mm-hmm. But now I've starting to realize that no game really approaches Disco Elysium's storytelling. They just don't. No. It blows everything else out of the water. No. Even some of my favorite stories just don't touch the the text of that because once again at, at the end of the day whether whether you think it's an insult or not the game is like a fucking book yeah it's a lot of text and a lot of story you're not running and gunning you're not you're not even really, you solve some puzzles which you're not really like doing that much it's conversations and stories mm-hmm. and the graphics are simple it's isometric or i guess yeah, it's isometric yeah and yeah that's just all you do you just solve fucking mysteries and you're a fucking drunk fucking idiot who can't even fucking remember their own thoughts and it's estonian but it's the english is perfect in it yeah yeah i'm playing through i think i did most of the dialogue options i found maybe one or two grammatical errors like stuff that i guess somebody like like me would be able to catch but overall i mean really good translation whoever they hired for that was great but just like it, it's so crazy how every game story that I thought was good before now just just like is pale a pale shadow of Disco Elysium, if that. 
Uh, and I, here's the thing, though. I think that is the future of video games. Not all of it, yeah. obviously, but in terms of making it a single-player, or hell, we can try multiplayer, narrative game, I want them to look at Disco Elysium and figure out how to impart meaning like it did. Like a book would. Like a novel. Yeah. I mean, it's things that, that games like Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human have tried. Mm-hmm. And those games have varying success, and you know, depending on who you are, you think the story is good or bad. But they have, they do try that. Oh, what was the other one? Oh, Beyond Two Souls, oh. the best of the three. Um, oh, damn. And, and, yeah, so they try that. There are a couple of studios out there who do want to make these bigger, like, I guess more mainstream-looking games that kind of do the same thing with some more action and frills. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they have very amounts of success. Heavy Rain was kind of considered to be, like, a, a standard for PS3. Like, kind of had to have it... Um, Beyond Two Souls is a game that no one besides me and you ever think about ever again, mm-hmm. and maybe one other person. Um, and um, Detroit Become Human just kind of fell to the wayside. Like, I don't even remember anyone playing that game. Other than all. to make fun of it for it trying to ape racial issues, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. But so, a game like that, a Disco Elysium type game like that could happen. You just have to find the right studios, and you have to find people who just are passionate and don't necessarily care about their return on investment. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't care for long enough, you're going to make money. People will buy it if you make a quality product. That happened to Disco Elysium. Yeah. That game made way more money than I would have thought it made. Yeah. It didn't, it's not like Call of Duty, but it made a lot of money. Yeah, it's like, it's so interesting because, like, I was asking, what, what, what is the draw of games in the future, right? And I know there are still going to be games that have fun, like, gameplay, and the multiplayer experiences will be create your own stories, stuff like that. There's a game called Sub Rosa that I really want to talk about at some point, but we'll, we'll get to that okay. at, at some point. But Disco Elysium is like, when I think of that game, I think of that's what I want to see more of. That's what will keep me playing video games in the future. In a time where I'm now transitioning more, doing a lot more like tabletop role-playing games, it's like, I want to, that's what will get me more in video games, is let me see more interesting stories told that way. So, and you can see the reason I've been, one of the reasons I've been grinding multiplayer games like League and Valorant now and Apex Legends is because right after I played Disco Elysium, I played um, Shadow of Mordor. And, I mean, it's a totally different kind of game. Mm-hmm. But it, did, it does try to tell a story. And the entire time I was like, this just, it's just not as good. Like, I, the, the beating up stuff is really fun, obviously, but the story just isn't that cool. And, if, I mean, that's gonna be, that's that's what's drawing me in now, is if you can tell a really cool story. I, I'm actually playing a little bit on and off right now, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'm just like, when, when, when cutscenes happen, I'm just checking out. Because yeah. I don't I just, care. I just fucking check my phone during cutscenes now. Like, they don't mean anything. Like, I, I, I sometimes get confused what I'm supposed to be doing. Because they tell you what I'm supposed to do in the, in the cutscenes. I don't care. I'm just like, I can't pay attention to this. It's a waste of my time. Yeah. So I hope that games do more like Disco Elysium in the future. Draw me in with good stories. And uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see how yeah, things we'll go. See. Well, Seth, is that an episode, you think? I think so. Hopefully next week we'll get our, our moist voice back to help us out. Yeah, All lubed up and ready. But for now, uh, I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm a Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Seth and on Letterboxd at Knazeras. K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. Have you reviewed anything recently? Uh, yeah, a fucking phenomenal movie named City of God. Okay. Is, I mean, just one of the all-time great movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I watched that recently, and it was awesome, obviously. Fuck yeah. 
Uh, our art is done by our third Mike, who's not here, Marcus Barkley. You can find him on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. Our theme is not listened by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before, especially our movie reviews. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they're from the South, and they both talk about wrestling. Um, they're going to review what happened at uh, WWE Money in the Bank just last night. So if you want to check that out, go listen to them. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, we have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Elenio's podcast, baby. We're out. Out.